Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I'm your host Christopher. Today's episode will be looking at Poultrygeist Night of the Chicken Dead, a trauma production, and the classic Night of the Living Dead. Yes, we are doing Lloyd Kaufman and George A. Romero today, two directors I admire. So let's get into the reviews, shall we? Poltergeist Night of the Chicken Dead from 2006 was directed by Lloyd Kaufman. The film follows Arby, our unlucky protagonist who begins working at an American chicken bunker. It's pretty much a KFC. He begins working there after finding out that the love of his life is now a lesbian and is protesting the restaurant, so he gets a job there as a middle finger towards her. The restaurant itself is built on top of a Native American burial ground, and after one of Arby's co-workers gets thrown into a meat grinder, he comes back in the form of a possessed Sloppy Joe and warns Arby that the spirits of the Native Americans and all the dead chickens are teaming up to take revenge. That is the plot for this film. And as absurd as it is, it is simply amazing. <laughs> I have to say that this film is not for everyone. If you are easily offended or can't stand gore, I would say stay away. There are jokes regarding religious beliefs, bestiality, sexual preferences, and mental retardation. There is one character I'm going to give an example for. He likes to have sex with animals, and he hates Jewish people, and they really play on that a lot. <laughs> the girl, on the other hand, is really amazing. The effects are superb in certain scenes. The film really goes off the rails in about the last 15 to 30 minutes where the gore is the main... Uh, point I guess the best way I can describe it is the bar scene in From Dusk Till Dawn where the vamp where the staff start turning into vampires and ripping people to shreds that's pretty much the best way I can describe it in this film except it's a lot gorier than From Dusk Till Dawn I don't want to give too much away in that sense but I will say that this is one of the things that happened is that a girl gets her face pressed on a meat slicer and it starts or you can see like the bone and cheek skin just fly off the other side it's really disgusting but like I said it's it's really amazing. <laughs> I forgot to mention that this film is not only a horror movie, it's also a comedy and a musical. Some of the jokes are downright hilarious, and the musical numbers are actually pretty catchy. Granted, some of the songs are absurd, and some of the jokes are kind of dated. One in particular for the song is a duet between Arby and his lover, or, well, his love of the love of his life they talk about how they're star-crossed and how they miss getting their salad tossed damn them for making it catchy <laughs> the jokes on the other hand dated as they may be there is one where they make fun of mel gibson's passion of the christ the one that made me laugh the most is arby's love who doesn't love him back kind of she shows pictures showing of the American chicken bunker treats the chickens horribly and 
it's so simple, but it's just so it's just so funny is that these pictures are, are of real world events. One is Michael Jackson where he has his baby over the balcony. You know, they <laughs> they changed the baby so it's the chicken. Another one is O.J. Simpson. They have a chicken in the background for that one. One's Adolf Hitler, and you can see, and he's doing like the hand sign, and you can see the fucking chicken off to the side doing the same sign. It's so stupid, but it's hilarious. I could not stop laughing. Like I was in tears at that point. <laughs> but another joke that they do is there's this girl who is Muslim throughout the film. Not throughout. Well, she's Muslim. She has like the garb and everything on, and. <laughs> It's so stupid, but at the one at the very end of the movie, I'm not gonna give anything away to what happens. But she takes off her clothes, and she's like like two foot taller, and she's like not even. You can see like her eyes, and you can tell they're tan. And when she takes off her clothes, and she's like two foot taller, she's just like white, like extremely white. So it's it's just completely just out of nowhere how it is. But anyways. If you're willing to watch a fantastic, insane, and just offbeat film, this is for you. You actually might be inclined to check out more of Troma's films. Now, you might be wondering why I did not do Toxic Avenger, since that is the, you know, the their first film, the one they're most famous for, and is the logo of their company. I was debating on doing that, but I felt like I would, since I haven't seen Poultrygeist in a, quite a long time, I kind of felt like I wanted to revisit that and talk about that. So, if you aren't easily offended and can like to see a lot of bloodshed, I would say check this film out. Let's head over. With all that being said, that is my review for Poultry Guys. Let's head over to Night of the Living Dead, shall we? Night of the Living Dead from 1968 was directed by the late great man himself, George A. Romero. The film follows a group stuck in a farmhouse who must survive the night after the dead suddenly begin to rise. Sure, the plot of the film is pretty basic, but this is the first modern day zombie movie. Zombies were a thing before this film, although they were mainly people who were under voodoo spells. George Romero created the modern day zombie with this film. He established the rules and how zombies are supposed to act. The film has an eerie feeling to it. The camera work and how the zombie epidemic is presented adds to this feeling. The shots where the characters look outside and you see more of the undead shamble towards the house is extremely unsettling. First you just see one zombie, then you see three, and by the end of the film the entire area is surrounded by the undead, all shambling around without an objective, only there because they smell flesh. Along with that there are radio reports that happen throughout the film that barely explain what's going on outside of this farmhouse. You really don't know what's going on with the rest of the country. You hear through the radio reports that there are safe havens, although they advise you to stay inside because the safe havens do seem to be taken out pretty quickly by the undead. You never find out what really causes the dead to rise either. You never leave this farmhouse. You are stuck in here with these characters. You know as much as they know and they really don't know that much about this epidemic. They only know that the creatures outside want to kill them. That is it. The movie, besides feeling eerie, is also extremely tension-filled. 
you never know when these zombies are just going to bust in and wipe out this group. There are some times where they try to make escape attempts, and they fail horribly, and it just adds to that tension as it feels hopeless. You feel like they're not going to make it out whatsoever. Two, of the, two members of the group try to leave, and end up getting blown up, and you watch as the zombies eat their flesh, and you also watch as the characters watch the zombies eat their flesh and how dis- disturbed and appalled they are that these creatures are doing that. This film is a slow burn, I would have to say. Um, I can't really talk about the effects, as this movie is not really effects-heavy. I can't really talk about the makeup either, as this film is black and white, so you really don't notice that much. The I will talk about the most famous scene, which is on the front cover of the film, and it's the little girl. That scene scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid, Sim- not because of it's her stabbing her mother, because she is also part of the group, but it's because they put this weird-ass sound effect. Like it, it's just, it's crazy. I don't even know how to describe it, but while she's killing her, it plays it, and it always freaked me the hell out as a kid. And then seeing this little zombified girl run about the house is terrifying in itself, not knowing where she's at, really. If you have never seen this film, I highly recommend you do. Without this film, zombies and pop culture wouldn't have happened. Everything from Michael Jackson to The Walking Dead wouldn't exist. Not only should you watch this film, you should also watch Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead, and Land of the Dead. I know people like to kind of just forget about Land of the Dead, but I think it's it shows the progression of the epidemic. Night of the Dead is the start of it. People are trying to, you know, gasp what's going on in this situation. Day of the Dead is impossibly turning back the zombies and winning this kind of fight. Day of the Dead shows that the humans are almost extinct, and that we're not, now that we are underground, we are pretty much kind of subpar to the zombies. And then Land of the Dead, I have to say, is kind of like the later seasons of The Walking Dead, where the zombies are just there. People now have become accustomed to them and just really don't pay any attention to them. They're still a threat, but they're not that big of a threat anymore because now, by this point, we've figured out how to deal with them. So, not only, like I said, not only should you watch this film, you should watch this entire franchise. as a really neat kind of continuation of the epidemic that you never really, you never find out how this thing happens. There is a small theory that a satellite crashed and the radiation from it causes zombies to come back, but it's never confirmed. So you could kind of, I guess, say that is the reasoning for it. Well, that being said, that is my review for Night of the Living Dead. I know that it's short, but... I don't want to give too much away because I really, really think you should see this film if you haven't already. Anyways, with all that being said, like I said, that's my review. I'll meet you guys over in the outro to talk about what's going on for next week. See you there.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Slasher Supreme. If there's a certain movie or video game you'd like me to review, please leave me a voice message here on Anchor or on the Facebook page. Today's movie fun fact is that Night of the Living Dead was only made for $114,000. It grossed $30 million, and adjusting for today, it would have grossed $210 million. It is insane to think about that. It is also really sad knowing that George didn't really walk away with any profit from that film. If you want to check in more on the copyright um, issue with Night of the Living Dead, I highly recommend you go on YouTube and look up Captain Christian. I watched a couple of his videos, and he does one on the um, copyright in regarding to Night of the Living Dead, and it's really interesting, so I would say you should go check that out. Next week's reviews, I'm actually going to have two episodes possibly. Me and Luke are going to do another episode together, and we're going to look over the film The Witch. And the other review that will be by myself, I have two movies li- or three movies lined up, but I'm only going to review two. And those three are Monster Squad, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I'm not really sure on what two I'm going to review, but that is what you should look forward to next week. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, thumbs up, or whatever you have to do to let me know you're out there listening. And I will see you next week for another episode of Slasher Supreme.